Welcome to the Prophecy Club. We're going to continue with the prophecy for 2021 from Tommy Aroyomi. This was given him December the 27th of 2020. And I believe it is of the Lord. So now, in that I say that, and in that we have a lot of new listeners, I need to explain, okay, so just who are you, and why should we believe that you know when it's God and when it's not God? Okay, that's a fair question. So in February of 1988, God arranged for me to meet Dimitri Dudeman. Those people that know that name know that he is probably the greatest prophet to ever walked the land of America. Most people believe that, that know him. So who's he? Well, he was a Romanian pastor that smuggled Bibles into Romania and Russia for some 30 years. He was arrested, put through five months of torture, trying to get him to tell them how he was smuggling the Bibles through. He wouldn't tell them. Finally, it concluded with him putting him on the electric chair twice as the electricity is going through him. You talk about a test. Here's a test. All of a sudden, the whole room lights up with white light. The angel Gabriel shows up in the room and says, Dimitri, you're not going to die. You're going to America to give them a warning from God. Skipping a whole lot of the story. He arrived in America in 1984. The angel came to him again and said, get beside me. And he showed him California, Las Vegas, New York, and Florida. He said, you see what I've shown you? He says, this is Sodom and Gomorrah. Their sin has reached the Holy One, and God has decided to punish America with fire. He said, how? America is so powerful. He said, the fall of America will start with an internal revolution in America, started by the communists. Let me repeat that. Listen carefully to what I'm saying. The fall of America will start with an internal revolution in America, started by the communists. I believe that started with the election November 3rd, 2020. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. I believe that happened on January the 6th when the people broke into the Capitol. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal problems. That is these days and the next few days and weeks and months to come. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two of the countries he couldn't remember will attack and defeat America in one day and one hour so great riches will come to naught. Then God will raise up China and Japan and many of the nations. They'll go against the Russians and defeat the Russians. They'll back them to the gates of Paris where they sign a peace treaty, but they make the Russians their leader. Under the Russians, all the world goes down to attack Israel. It's Armageddon. Israel can't counter the help of the Jews in America, so she cries for Messiah. Jesus returns on the clouds and defeats the armies of the earth. That's Armageddon. So in February of 1988, I met him. I went to his home. He came to my home a couple of times. We put him out on speaking tours. God gave me a dream that told me basically that my job, my major job in my life, is to continue to carry that message. And most of you that's been following us for a while know that I'm one of the few that continue to carry that message. So back to the point. So why do you believe me that I can't discern whether this is God and that is not God? Okay, that's a good question. So for 28 years, I've been doing a radio program on Bible prophecy. I memorized the book of Revelation. I've written four books. I had 130 guest speakers. We put on speaking tours. In addition to that, I'm married to a prophet. I worked with a lot of prophets. And so I believe that in meeting Dimitri and getting around the prophets, I began 
to learn what the real word of the Lord sounds like, what he speaks, how he speaks. And so one of the major reasons that people listen to me is because uh, I'm fairly good. I'm a little scared to say that. Fairly good at spotting when it's God and when it's not God. Now, I'm not perfect. No one is. But that is the call of this ministry at this point, to bring you what God is saying. Now, there's a lot of people out there these days, and it seems like the ones that are getting listened to as you look into the Internet are those people that have, quote, inside sources, or a buddy of mine, or someone in the government told me, oh, I've, this guy is so reliable. Okay, well, we use a little of that, but we only use that to confirm and to help understand what the Lord has said. So you tune in to the Prophecy Club to hear what God is saying about the future. And I could go in for a long time and explain many things that I have been able to tell you are coming long in advance. For example, all of this stuff that's going on right now, we were talking about this two years ago. Some other things we're talking about further than that back. So what about this? All right. Now, I've already been covering this guy's prophecy for the last four days, and I'm going to continue. I believe that God has nudged me. He's touched me with his anointing as I read through this. I believe this is of God. And it's kind of like when the disciples came to Jesus and said, why do you talk to them in parables? Why don't you just talk straight out? And he said, because to you it is given to know. But to them, it's not given to know. So sometimes God speaks in parables, and this is a really, really big parable. People that don't know Jesus won't understand it. The closer you are to the Lord, the more you know the Scriptures, the more lights will turn on, and the more you will say, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, yeah, yeah, yes, this is God, this is God. The further away, it's that you just can't quite hear. So I'm going to ask you, today to really turn in. I'm going to ask you to listen with your heart. I'm going to ask you to listen spiritually, not just physically, but listen spiritually and try to hear the spirit behind what this man's saying. Tommy Arayomi, he's out of Britain, December 27th. Now, this is the way this started. I already covered four broadcasts on it. Well, this is the fourth one. But he says, I was in my bed about 11 p.m. The Lord spoke to me in a still, small voice. He says, I was casually watching a TV series, and I heard, Son, do you want to know what I'm doing right now? He said, Immediately, I turned off my iPad and said, Yes, Lord. As soon as my eyes closed and reclined on my pillow, all of a sudden, I was in the midnight sky hovering over a country surrounded by water. Jesus stood in the sky beside me, and I said, Lord, where are we? And the Lord responded immediately, we're in Luxembourg. Now, I've already covered the rest of that. I only get that going to give you the background. There are 15 specific prophecies within this prophecy. I've already covered the first eight. Now, we'll start at number nine. Church, you have nine years. Now, before we start saying this, he's going to say nine years. And you're going to think, oh, is this saying that it's nine years until the return of Jesus? One thing I have learned is God seems to always delay things, so don't necessarily think that it's saying that this is nine years to the return of Jesus. But also, I want you to learn one thing about it, is don't think that you've got 25 or 30 years. I think Jesus is coming much sooner than that. He says, the church will say, we are at the end. What can we do? 
But the Lord says, nine years. I give you nine years. Nine years of intercession without intermission. Nine years, says the Lord. No longer do I want intercession without boots on the ground. Nine years of intercession without intermission. Meaning, for the next nine years, church, don't stop praying. You can't stop. You can't let up. You can't take a breath. You've got to continue to pray. Okay, let's keep going. No longer do I want intercession, that's prayer, without boots on the ground. Meaning, you just can't pray and send your prayers up into the never-never land someplace and hoping that they're going to do what needs to be done. Today, today, we have to pray in a different way. But then he goes on to explain. Now, he's about to talk about Esther. And, of course, if you don't know the Bible, again, you wouldn't understand that. But I'm going to explain it to you. Esther was a queen. And essentially, when he said Esther, he's saying, No longer do I want intercession without boots on the ground. I will not allow you to pray without putting your Esthers on the ground. He's saying you must have your people in place to put down the evil, specifically, if you want America restored, You're going to have to get people in America praying for America. It's not just a good thing for people around the globe to be praying for America. Americans, all Americans, need to be praying if they want their nation restored. That's what he's about to say. No longer do I want intercession without boots on the ground. I will not allow you to pray without putting your Esthers on the ground. I will not allow you to pray without putting your Daniels to give them a seat at the table. I'll explain in a moment. I will not allow you to pray and not put your Josephs in place. Now, yes, this is talking to America. This is talking to America in a very big way, and I'll explain. So concerning that phrase, Daniel, I will not allow you to pray without putting your Daniels to give them a seat at the table, is saying, if you want your nation restored, America, you must provide for God's prophets to have your prayers answered. Then he says, I will not allow you to pray and not put your Josephs in place. Well, Joseph, that was the guy that fed millions of people because God told him there was seven years of plenty, and there would be seven years of famine. So Joseph is a sign of feeding people. So he's saying here, I will not allow you to pray and not put your Josephs in place. I'm not going to allow you to just pray and not also turn around and provide and help your fellow man. Meaning, if you want America restored, it's saying, first, got to put your boots on the ground, It's not enough to just pray for someplace. Second is you have to be willing to take care of the prophets and take care of the people. Now let's go on. I will not allow you to pray and not send your fighting men down into the valleys. In other words, if a place is having trouble and needs prayer, he's saying it's no longer good to just pray from your house. He's saying it's time for the church to get up and go there or go near there. I'm not saying get in the heat of the battle. But I'm saying to get close to that place, to actually put boots on the ground. This is new for the church. But again, if you want America to be healed, this is the key. He's telling you what to do. For while the hands of Moses go up, there must be an army willing to go down. See, in my book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, I give you eight reasons why Moses is one of the two witnesses, along with John the Revelator. And I believe it's saying that Moses, of course, this is talking about the tribulation, the last three and a half years that Moses and John the Revelator are the two witnesses walking around Jerusalem. But it's saying that when Moses is there, there must also be an army to go down. It's not, again, again, same thing. It's saying, America, if you want to have your land cleaned, if you want to rise up again, if you want to do well, 
you must not only pray, but you need to have people willing to go to the area and pray. And that's what the next sentence says, too. For I saw that there was no man to stand in the gap. What's he talking about? Well, if you go to Ezekiel twenty-two thirty, it says, And I sought for a man among them that should take up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land, that I should not destroy it, but I found none. Meaning, if the Christians will stand in the gap, if they will say, I'm praying for America, and by the way, it might sound something like this. It might say, I send out the ministering, protecting, guardian, and warrior angels to do battle in the heavenlies, to tear down evil strongholds, to destroy the works of darkness and principalities and powers and rulers of evil in places like government, military, and the church, yes, and education, and clean our nation and bring justice to our nation. It's saying, yes, those kind of prayers are important, but it's also saying, now, if you want your prayers to be answered at this level, you're going to have to send people to walk and pray. Now, what am I talking about? A man by the name of Henry Groover, gone to be with the Lord now, prayed in over 120 different countries all across the globe. He would get a map and systematically walk up and down every street in the city, praying loud, praying in the Spirit, pulling down strongholds, loosing the angels to do warfare. When he was done, he would go up to a high point over the city, raise his hands, and reclaim the city for God many times. A revival would start after he had prayed like that. That's what he's saying. He's saying America... You can't fight this one. You can't win this one with a bullet and with boots on the ground just in the flesh. If you're going to get this victory now, you must have people standing in the gap, literally people that are going into the hot areas, into the areas where there's problems, and that they are, and I'm not saying that they're in the fray, but take, for example, Washington, D.C. What it's saying is we need to have a team of people going in there and walking than praying the city. That's what he's saying. Let's go on, though. I desire men to stand in the gap in 2021, says the Lord. For if you will not stand in the gap, then you will be beating the air for nine years. Means you're going to be running in place. Means you're not going to get anything done. Nine years, and I can halt the spirit of the Antichrist. Did you hear that? Listen carefully. Nine years, and I can halt the spirit of the Antichrist. Means that the Antichrist doesn't have to come to America to destroy us. He doesn't have to do that. There are prophecies that are saying that, but he's saying, I'm willing to stop it, but you've got to fast, you've got to pray, you've got to get boots on the ground. That's what it's saying. Nine years, and I can bring in a harvest by raising your harvesters in a year of chaos and confusion. See, when everything is fine, I don't need the Lord. I don't need to go to church. I don't need the Bible. I don't need Jesus. I'm doing just fine. So consequently, in a time of trouble is when many people found Jesus. I've been in crowds before, and I said, how many of you found Jesus at a particular low point in your life, mentally, emotionally, financially, and you wouldn't believe the hands that go up? In other words, trouble shakes people, and it shakes people to where they start saying, you know what, uh, maybe I'm not doing it so good. Maybe I need to make a change. And of course, that change that God is trying to get them to do is to turn to Jesus. And all you have to do is, Jesus, be my God. Simple as that. That's the simplest prayer I know. Just say it. Jesus, be my God. Nine years, and I can bring in the harvest by raising your harvesters in a year of chaos and confusion, as in now.
I will raise them that do know their God, and these will be strong and do exploits. Nine years, says the Lord, to beat your plowshares into swords and your churches into schools of empowerment. Now, for those of you that do not know, there are many prophecies out there. Well, here, I'll just tell you one. I guess it was August the 8th of 2015, Saturday night. I was praying, Lord, I don't have anything to say for the sermon tomorrow morning. What would you like to say? And I heard words. I heard an audible voice, and it said, this is the time of miracles. Then he downloaded my heart, and he said, as the judgment hits, so will my miracles. Miracles like no one has seen, going all the way back to Adam and Eve. No one has seen the kind of miracles that I'm about to do. You tell them, I will never leave them nor forsake them. As the devil shows up, I'm going to meet him inch for inch, step for step, pound for pound. Everything the devil does, I'm going to meet him. What's that saying? Many of the prophecies say that there is a great time of revival. A revival that has never been seen on the earth. Jeremiah sixteen nineteen through 21 says, O Lord, my strength and my refuge and my fortress in the day of affliction. Day of affliction is talking about the seven-year tribulation, the last seven years before Jesus returns to the earth. The Gentiles shall come unto thee from the ends of the earth and shall say, Surely our fathers have inherited lies, vanity, and things wherein there is no profit, and have made unto themselves gods that are not gods. In other words, these people say, well, this is my God, and it's not Jesus, and what he's saying is they're not God, okay? Therefore, this once, I will cause them to know. I will cause them to know my hand and my might, and they shall know that my name is Jehovah. Meaning, here very soon, perhaps in the next few days, next few weeks, next few months, very, very soon, the judgment is going to hit. Oh, you'll know. You'll know when the judgment hits, Jesus is going to show up. He's going to show up with miracles like we've never seen. No one that has ever lived, had a beating heart on this earth, has ever seen the kind of miracles that are about to hit. Why? Because there's only a few names remaining that have not been brought into the kingdom whose names are in the book of life. When those names come in, then the tribulation starts. Then the Antichrist arrives, and then all hell breaks loose on earth. Literally. Hell, as in the gates of hell, open up upon the earth. And there's the greatest battle. Well, we're already in the start of the greatest battle right now. This is saying this great revival is about to hit. He says, I will raise them that do know their God, and these will be strong and do exploits. He's saying that those people that really do know their Bible, really know Jesus, really walk a clean life, he is going to use them in very big and powerful ways to bring in these remaining names whose names are in the book of life. And he says it's going to happen in the next nine years. Nine years, says the Lord, to beat your plowshares into swords. In other words, he's saying no more is the church to just sit there and do nothing. He says it's time for the church to pick up their sword. Now, the sword of a Christian is not holding up a sign. It's not riding the congressman. It's not passing a bullet. <laughs> Although I'm not saying those things are bad. I'm saying the weapons of a Christian are not, they're, they're not carnal. They're not fighting in the flesh. They're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. The strength of a Christian is fasting, falling to their knees, and praying. 
That's our strength. That's how we get the victory. He's saying it is time for my people to stop sitting on their haunches, <laughs> to stop sitting down, to stop doing nothing, and to get busy and join the fight. Nine years, says the Lord, to beat your plowshares into swords and your churches, listen to this, into schools of empowerment. So that's part of what we do here. Matter of fact, I, here I'll just tell you we're about to announce that we're starting our sevenfold miracle crusade again this year. And it's going to be uh, March 27 through Tuesday. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll have to get all the details. We just finalized it today. But anyway, it's uh, training for sevenfold miracles, and we're going to believe these sevenfold miracles are going to be there. But more on that later. Okay, so let me go. That was point number nine. Now let's go to the next point, number 10. 2021 shall be the year of hastening. The Lord says your enemy will speed up automation. Bankrupt, bankrupt. We are bankrupt. Many will cry. Your economy shall be offset. I cannot tell you how many people have already prophesied that same thing, and I believe it is coming very, very soon. Well, here, I'll tell you this. Now, again, I'm not suggesting that you do anything. I'm simply those people that follow our ministry that want to know what I'm doing, I'm telling you. Just like I've promised that when the Lord tells me it's time to leave America, I'll tell you. He's told me it's time to leave America. And when he tells me where to go or what to do, I'll tell you that too. Well, I guess it was probably three weeks ago, the Lord spoke to my heart and said that the stock market is about to crash. And what he spoke to my heart is that anything you don't want to lose, you need to put it in silver. Now, am I suggesting you buy silver? No, you do what you want to do. Uh, now, of course, if you do call cornerstoneassetmetals.com, if you get it from them, it helps the Prophecy Club. cornerstoneassetmetals.com. But anyway, so what I did is the very next day, uh, we don't have much money. <laughs> we don't have much money around here. I don't even have an, a retirement account. Uh, but anyway, so I, I, what little extra money we had, I called and he took a check on the phone. And a few days later, I mean, cash the next day came out of the account the very next day. And a few days later, the silver arrived. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. Just mention Prophecy Club when you call. But anyway, back to this. The Lord says your enemy will speed up automation. Bankrupt, bankrupt. We are bankrupt. Many will cry. Your economy shall be offset. Impeach, 46, they will cry. China, Ukraine, impeach, 46. China assets depose. A great betrayal. An emboldened BLM movement to show their true colors, and it will not be black. All right, what's that saying? It's saying that the next president is going to have a lot of people that don't like him, whoever that might be. He also says China, Ukraine, impeach 46. So it's hinting that something to do with China and Ukraine is going to cause them to want to impeach 46. China assets depose. Depose is removed. So again, I'm not saying who this is saying is trying to be president. But I will say that many of the prophecies say it's going to be Trump. And by the way, I, I pray and fast that it will be Trump, in case you want to know where I am. A great betrayal and emboldened BLM movement that will show their true colors and they will not be black, meaning the people behind that movement is really not about the color of the skin. Censorship and banning of world leaders. A great push to police the Internet in the name of countering 
cyberbullying. Well, today, since they've taken President Trump off of Twitter and they've been shutting down all kinds of other conservative voices out there, I can see that there's going to be a big push to say, look, we've got to have a bill of rights for the Internet, a bill of rights for what is the right thing, what is the wrong thing, when can you take someone off the Internet, when do you have to let them talk. There's got to be some rules there. That's what it's saying. And again, I know this is the Lord. This is above the level of flesh. Nobody could have sat down and just written this up. It, it, it's, it's above our intelligence. Anyway, go on. But really, censorship and disguise, draconian policies and unjust arrests, civil disobedience and the shaking will continue. Many will say this shaking is at an end. But I will say the shaking will not end in 2020 or 2021. I will shake and shake, the Lord says. I will make you a salt, and I will be the salt shaker until everything that can be shaken is shaken. I will shake every manufactured thing, every manufactured church, relationship, ministry, tradition, for I will build my house, says the Lord. A house not made with human hands, this will carry the seed of my revelation. And I will prioritize it above bread and what satisfies the stomach. And they will cry, when will the shaking end? And I will say, when you are unshakable. That is saying that there is a shaking coming to America, specifically to the church. Those people whose names are written in the book of life are about to get a terrible shaking. Why? Because he loves you. Because he doesn't want you to be comfortable and go off into oblivion into fire and burning. He doesn't want that. So consequently, he is bringing a shaking to this nation. Now, what is that shaking? Well, he just told us, bankrupt, bankrupt, they will cry, cry bankrupt. He just said, your economy shall be offset. He's telling us that there's about to be a shaking in our economy like we've never seen. Why? Because he wants to get the people that think that they're doing just fine to turn around and receive him. Now, there's more. Perhaps we'll cover more in a day or so. When a nuclear device goes off, it produces an EMP electromagnetic pulse, and it fries every computer chip unless they're protected. The good news is EMPShield.com has devices a military testing facility says are 100% accurate to protect against EMP, solar flares, lightning, power surges backed by a 10-year warranty and a $25,000 insurance policy. And they come with simple installation instructions for home, vehicles, RV, and electric generators. You can have electricity in a blackout. EMPShield.com. Use the promo code PROPHECY for a $50 gift card. This helps Prophecy Club. That's EMPShield.com. Promo code PROPHECY for a $50 gift card. EMPShield.com. EMPShield.com. When a nuclear device is detonated, the wind blows the dust settling on everything around you. Then you breathe, eat, or absorb radioactive iodine, which then kills your thyroid and kills you. A simple fix is to immediately take potassium iodate pills, which flood your thyroid with good iodine, keeping the radioactive iodine out. You need one bottle per person per exposure for everyone from infant to adult. 
10 bottles available for a gift of $225 or $25 per bottle at prophecyclub.com. Shelf life from 5 to 8 years, potentially more if you refrigerate or freeze it. That's prophecyclub.com potassium iodate pills. With our relationship with HeavensHarvest.com, they have all sorts of emergency supplies and food at HeavensHarvest.com. Their food comes in square stackable buckets, breakfast, entree, protein, fruits, and vegetables at HeavensHarvest.com makes it easy to order. I recommend you have at least 12 months of food for every person in your family. Receive a free box of heirloom seeds when you enter the promo code STAN. That's HeavensHarvest.com, promo code S-T-A-N. For emergency supplies and food at HeavensHarvest.com. Each single Prophecy Club DVD is a gift of $30. In that you know the Internet is going away one day, it is a good idea to actually have the disc. However, at WatchProphecyClub.com, you can have instant access to over 200 titles on a recurring monthly subscription of $20 or yearly for $200 at WatchProphecyClub.com. That's $6,000 worth of information at WatchProphecyClub.com. That's WatchProphecyClub.com. What a deal. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com is owned by a prophecy student who reads his King James Bible and supports Prophecy Club. Call CornerstoneAssetMetals.com for gold, silver, palladium, rhodium bars, or coins that can help you roll over your IRA, 401k. So tell CornerstoneAssetMetals.com Prophecy Club sent you. Go to Smile.Amazon and sign up, and the Prophecy Club can benefit every time you purchase something through Amazon.com. 